Welcome to The Faithful Servant, a podcast reaching you in the midst of your battles where you can find hope, joy, wisdom, and healing. My name is Eric Howland, and at the end of the day, my hope is that I can hear the words, well done, my faithful servant. Well, welcome to The Faithful Servant Podcast. Uh, this week, I uh, have an honor of having Robert Leslie Jr. on. And, you know, when I, I think back the first time I met you, um, I was sitting, I was actually dressed to the tens, I you, think, you, that no, night. No, you were dressed to, like, the hundreds on that night. I mean, bla- yeah. black yeah. dress shirt. Absolutely. And silver yeah. suit. Yeah. We, I, we could pick you out in the crowd. Like, I looked and I was like, that man came for business tonight <laughs> at our show yeah and you know uh it was at the jewel yes. here in omaha yes. which uh is such an amazing atmosphere absolutely i mean when you walk in that that's a just a relaxing club yeah to listen to music yeah this is a perfect venue and so you know i want to open up real quick with this is mm-hmm. you know um just listening to you guys that yeah. whole night, uh, you know, you could feel the soul. Thank you. Thank and, you know, I, um, for me, approaching you guys after the show, yeah. you know, I was uh, talking with Matt earlier. It was like, you know, the moment when you see someone famous and mm. you've kind of got like jitters in you a little wow. bit. Wow. Wow. And because I, 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 you guys had such a huge impact yeah. that I wanted to bring you guys onto my podcast yeah absolutely but the fear of asking someone you know because you're like how do i approach this Mm -hmm. you know and so that that's my first interaction with you absolutely and you know i so that that night yeah the music that you guys sing thank you uh where's it come from Wow. So um, first, Eric, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on the podcast today. Like, I'm super honored and excited to be here. Um, and the group that he's talking about, if you guys don't know, is called The Soul Review. Um, it's an R&B and soul group that I have the honor and the privilege of being a part of um, that's based out here in Lincoln, Nebraska. And so um, he's talking about a show that we were at The Jewel um, that was probably one of our all-time favorite shows that we were able to do because we had some venue that we've had on our bucket list for a very long time. Um, and so kind of the genre of our group is, of course, R&B, neo-soul music, um, but it's R&B and neo-soul with a positive edge to it. So all of our music, all of the music that we choose, whether it's a cover or an original, we want to be able to put positive vibes, positive thoughts, Um, songs that talk about self-worth, that talk about love, that talk about unity, togetherness. That's kind of the essence of what our group is and what we came to form because, you know, as you look out in the world today, you see so many people that are in strife, so many groups that are not in unity, so many people that are in war with one another. And I think what we wanted our imprint to be left on this earth is that we wanted to say that if anyone got an opportunity to come to a Soul Review show or to hear one of our singles or one of our songs on streaming platforms anywhere in the world, that they will be able to take an introspective look at their own soul and be able to find peace, find love, find unity, find togetherness in the messages and the songs that we do. And, you know, and 
to just play off of that, one of the things that I just, you know, absolutely loved about your message, because not only were you singing throughout the night, yeah, but you paused to like bring, you know, a message along with it. Absolutely. Each one of you has a message of, yeah. you know, and as I was sitting there, I'm like, you know, I'm in the middle and early stages of setting up this podcast and you know, the whole aspect of the faithful servant is mm -hmm. to bring hope to people, right? Absolutely. Because one of the things that we're missing in our world is hope. Yeah. And here I am sitting in this audience and I'm just like, these guys are speaking a message that needs to be heard. Thank you. And so, you know, let's, let's go back a little further of yeah. favorite, favorite music. Wow. So for me personally, my favorite music of all time is Christian music. I've, I've grew up Christian um, my entire life. I grew up actually in a family that sings. So my mother's side of the family, all seven siblings could sing back in Jamaica. And so they across the island were known to deliver beautiful music. They would sing at different churches across the island. And so I grew up in that and it's been uh, that that style of music, that genre of music, Christian music has been a genre that I have gone to in times when I'm happy, times when I'm sad, upset, and in my deepest, darkest moments, I find such relief and hope and beautiful messages in that music. So that would be my all-time favorite. Even though I do sing R&B and soul music, which is something that I also love to do, I think my ultimate favorite style of music is Christian music. Awesome, and I, I remember uh, one of those nights, uh, that night, uh, you made a comment to the audience about, you know, uh, we're not we're, we're not going to do any gospel or anything like that. And my response to you is, oh, come on now, throw some Fred Hammond out there. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in for me to music um, allows me to connect to God. Yeah. You know, and, you know, sitting in church service and being able to just freely worship. Yeah. And that's just taking yourself to a place and saying here i am here's my passion absolutely which is you father absolutely and uh laying it all down at his feet absolutely right? absolutely uh so you know i i know a little bit about you of, of your faith yeah very strong and rooted in who jesus is absolutely uh do you find that enhances your passion for singing absolutely I think that is the reason why I sing. There's a song that says, I sing because I'm happy, I sing because I'm free, his eyes on the sparrow, and that's the reason why I sing. Like the, Jesus and my relationship with him that trends even sends a religious, you know, kind of, you know, affiliation or denominational, denominational kind of context, my relationship with Jesus is the reason why I live. It's the reason why I breathe. It's the reason why I'm, I'm here today, sitting here doing this podcast with you. It's Jesus. All roads point to him. And so that for me is a, it's a, it's a mantra that I carry, not just in my heart, but just in my life and who I am and how I interact with people. It's showing them who Jesus is every single day. And you, you talked about those dark times in your life. And, yeah. you know, I, the, um, I'm on here, you know, on a weekly basis recording, and I've talked about my dark times of depression, suicide, um, you know, 
anxiety, struggling business, you know, all those things. And Jesus is what keeps me going. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what are your dark, if you care, sharing? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's those moments when you feel like you're not enough. Those moments where you feel like that everything that you're doing isn't amounting to anything. It's those moments where you think that all of life's cards are stacked up against you and there's nowhere to turn. Um, and for me personally, like I've had some really dark struggles in my life. I mean, we, we don't like talking about that P word, but the pandemic has affected all of us in some sort of way, shape or form. And for me personally, these last two years has not been easy. It's been some ups, there's been some downs. There's been some joyous moments. There've been some really deep, dark moments that I've had to go through, but the one consistent and con constant denominator that has carried me through each and every one of those times is Jesus and being able to go back and listen to the music that I get to lead at church on the weekends or I get or the music that I get to do at the soul review like listening to those moments cherishing those memories and being able to lead people and create experiences where people are able to come in no matter who they are where they come from they're able to come they're able to know that they're loved they're able to know that they're cared for and they know that in this present space and moment they can be able to experience just some peace and joy and love and for me i know when i'm going through my struggles the thing i go to is my writing yeah you know and i find myself often you know you get done and you're reading that and you're like well, <laughs> what was going on in my mind absolutely, absolutely um is that is that how it is with music with you yeah so for me um i've been getting more into my songwriting um you know game i think if, if that was a word to put it um but i for me the one thing that i really go back to in those moments is is my bible reading mm. reading the word of god like reading those promises um jeremiah 29 11 says for i know the plans that i have for you says the lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you to give you a future and a hope um you know proverbs 3 5 and 6 trust in the lord with all your heart lean not into your own understanding in all of your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path there's so many promises that we hear time and time again but it's in those moments that we remember those promises and we're like as I've said those time and time again in my happy moments, I have to tell myself those things again in those dark moments as well to be able to help me and carry me through. Okay, um, I feel you on that one because I mean, if we're, if we're not constantly yeah. reminding ourselves, are, there's two paths that we get to choose on every instance, right? right we right. can we can choose to uh, believe what is truth, right? Or we can choose to believe what are lies. Yeah. And oftentimes when we are not focused in on the truth, we're being led astray. Absolutely. And, you know, that that's where, you know, my passion is in this mm -hmm. is to being able to reach out to people and say, hey, listen, focus here. Yeah. Put your hope here. Yeah. And no matter what circumstance we go through will be able to get through it absolutely and as hard as it might be sitting there with a knife on the desk mm. god's there yeah to protect you from picking that knife up absolutely you know so th those are the things that you know i i've looked back on my life and you know another aspect i do want to talk to you about yeah. is this th just a passion to be able to help others 
Um, I, I, one of my joys, you know, going into college, um, I went to college with the belief that I was going to be in chemistry mm. and make drugs mm. to come back to Nebraska and sell. <laughs> God changed that really quickly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and by my senior year in college, it was more focused on youth ministry mm. and being able to help the youth of our you know, of our country. And, you know, uh, that's what I went into for the uh, first couple of years. I was a youth pastor and my passion was just pouring into others. Yeah. And, you know, here about two years ago, God called me back mm. and said, now is the time to get back and helping the youth and getting back to your passion. Um, outside of singing, what are some of your other passions? Wow, outside of singing and music, um, my passions is being being with people. I love people. I love um, hosting people over at my home, whether that's you know cooking them a meal or they just coming over and chilling on the couch or them just hanging out and spending time. Just I want any space that I have, you know, an opportunity to be in to be a space where people can just come and just be with people, and so. Favorite meal to cook then for people? Wow, so my favorite meal to cook, I can cook a really good um, roasted garlic Parmesan Alfredo pasta. Um, and I can do that with meat or without meat, it kind of is interchangeable. Um, but I normally can make that. Um, but I, I also love trying new recipes. I just made um, some Indian butter chicken the other day. That was super good. Um, I love making Chinese food. I love making Jamaican food. That's where um, my family's from. And so um, it just depends on the day. But I love being in the kitchen. That's another kind of space that I find myself being creative in because you can take these few ingredients, some of them may be in different sectors, some of them may be in different realms, but as you put them together, the right amount of the ingredients can create a beautiful experience. Homemade pasta or not? I wanna make homemade pasta. That's actually something that I want to do. Um, I have not done that yet, so people out there don't crucify me, but um, I would love to do that, I think that'd be a lot of fun. I, I, would, I would give you one piece of advice okay. is, um, you know, you can get those attachments on like the KitchenAid mixers. Don't do it. Okay. Get the hand crank one. The, you really? know, oh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, put your flour down yeah. on the counter. Yeah. Put the eggs in the center of it. Put some salt seasoning in it. And then just start working that into a ball of dough. Okay. And knead that, knead that. And then you've got this hand crank. Yeah. You know, that's just like sets right on the edge of your counter. And I mean, you're working that. Yeah. You're creating that. Absolutely. Rather than some attachment to a mixer that's just putting just it just out. Just putting it out. Right. Absolutely. You know, and I, making homemade pasta, one of my all-time favorite things to do. Okay. Um, from ravioli all the way down to your Alfredo noodles. Yeah. I love. Um, my favorite course to make is chicken Alfredo. Okay. We're in the same. All, we're in the same bar. You know, we're in the same ballpark. Homemade Alfredo sauce. Mm -hmm. Not. It, oh yeah, yeah. It, not 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 the store bought. We do. From yeah, scratch. yeah. Absolutely. Uh -huh. Absolutely. Um, you know, and I when I was a youth pastor up in Wisconsin, one of the elders of the church, he was actually a culinary professor at the community college up there. Okay. So every Friday he would have me over at his house mm. to teach me how to cook. Yeah. And one of the first times he had me over, he goes, "You're from Nebraska." I said, "Yeah." So you know about steak. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, do you know how to cook it? And I said, yeah, you go out and throw it on the grill. He goes, no, you do not then. Mm. And he taught me the only way to cook steak is get a cast iron skillet yep. and do it on the stove top. Yep. Throw some butter in there, throw some thyme, and you've you got that. Yeah, it? Yeah. Yep, absolutely. So, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm in the same boat. The kitchen, that's yeah. peace to me. It's a peace. You know what's that's crazy, Eric? Just hearing you say that, I've been saying that to so many different people is that for me being in the kitchen, it may look like to others that I'm stressed, but I'm I'm at peace when I'm in the kitchen. Like I just, I like literally I could have a stressful day at work and I will, some people may say, you know what, I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna take a nap. I'm gonna go home and just like, you know, maybe watch a, watch a TV show or whatever. I will go out to the store, buy ingredients and come home and I'll cook and that will be my de-stressor. It's, it's, I think as creatives, like that's that's something that we're able to take off our whether our work brain, our you know our pastor brain, our leader brain, however whatever context you're in that made you get stressful, and then you're able to put on this other brain where you're just like, you don't have to worry about anything. You're good. You just do it on your own pace. Do it on your own time, and you're able to create something beautiful that not only you can enjoy, but other people can enjoy as well. So yeah, right, absolutely. You know, and I, you know, like people have asked me because when you get done cooking for a large amount of people, mm-hmm. the kitchen looks like a tornado hit, right, right, right. And I'm like, guys, you go and enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. This is peaceful for me to yeah. clean, right? Yeah. Because you know, I'm a person that. I clean every pot, mm. every pan, and all my cooking knives, mm. not by a dishwasher, yeah. by these hands. Yeah. And that's the way it's supposed to be done. Yeah. So, I mean, you take ownership of this, yeah. right? Um, but yeah, I, um, the kitchen for me is throwing a bunch of seasonings together and see what happens. Yeah. A lot of great recipes have come from that. Yeah. It's just, I don't I'll, even, see, I'll see what's in my cabinet these things I've never really cooked with together, but I kind of have a, an, an idea of what could happen with this. Let's just see what happens. And those when beautiful experiences come together. Um, I've learned to cook with saffron. I do love, I do oh, love saffron. Wow. But you have to use it correctly though. Right. Cause you can use it incorrectly and it could, it could mess up a meal. Absolutely. But if you use it just right, that's there's beautiful. some there's some good desserts you can make with that mm-hmm, too absolutely. and you know and then the other thing is um one of my favorite things so i go to savory and spice okay. here in omaha to okay. get all my spices yeah. and stuff like that and true vanilla beans do not and i uh, and i'm going to tell you guys out there right now you can get the imitation vanilla at the store. It does not compare. It, no, not even close. Not even close. But the thing, that's, that's the beautiful thing of that, is that with, a lot of people you have used imitation vanilla their entire lives. And for them, imitation vanilla is fantastic. But when you're able to taste the real thing, when you're able to, to experience something that's real and pure and not something that's defiled with something that just is pure, you're able to see, wow, like I can never go back to this imitated thing, this thing that's contrived, whatever, whatever, you know, have you. And like, that's a beautiful thing about like our relationship with Jesus and our life is that like, sometimes we continue to go through life and we think that this is only 
this is the cap of what's best for me. This is the cap that's what's best for my life. And God's like, well, if you trust in me, I can give you so much stuff that you won't even have room enough to receive it. And But we're so fixated on, oh, but this is what I can see. This is what I can feel like. This must be what God has for me. And sometimes we have to step outside of that and say, God, give me what's real. Give me what's pure. Give me that real thing. Show me your blessing. Show me what you're going to do. And then you can be able to find that that beautiful real thing. Yeah. And, you know, it goes back to that song that you mentioned is, you know, when we when we look at God, he's taking care of the lilies of the field, mm-hmm. right? He's taking care of the sparrows. Absolutely. Why are we doubting he will take care of us? Mm-hmm. We're his greatest creation. Yeah. And, you know, uh, like a very good banana cream pie mm. with four inch high meringue mm. using real vanilla bean. Mm-hmm. God's saying, hey, come enjoy what I've created here. Yeah. All of this. But in order for us to, to get that that pie, in order for us to take that, we have to let go of what we have in our hand. Right. And that's the issue is that sometimes we're like, because God, we can't see this pie that you're creating for us. We can't see what this goodness is. I still want to hold on to what I have while still trying to taste from what is good and what you have for me. And I think we have to be able to let go of that and say, you know what, God, I'm completely open to what you have for me and be able to receive that. From all your experiences um, with people, why do you think they hold on? Because it's comfortable. We, We have been trained And there's so many different reasons why, but we have been trained to stay in what's comfortable. We're not we're not used to or we're not. I'll say most of us. I don't want to put all of us in this group, but I think most of us are not okay with being uncomfortable. We are not okay with not knowing what's next. We are so in control of our destiny. We're in control of where we're going to be going. You know, we, we hear all these things where it's like forge your own path, follow your own dreams, do all these things, which I believe in. And that's, that's true. Like you should follow your own dreams. You should forge your own path. But when that path may not seem as visible, do we just stop where we're at or do we continue on trusting that we know that there's something beautiful that's going to come out of this? Are you willing to give up your passion, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and that that's something that, you know, I, this, doing this was, it was one of my biggest fears. Yeah. I am not a like outgoing person mm. that that's a struggle for me to get out of my comfort zone, to be able to interact with a lot of people. I keep to myself, I keep to my small friend, you know, a group of friends. Right. And, you know, for me it was, but here's my passion is helping people. Right. How can I help people in this stage of my life? And getting behind a microphone and being able to speak to people, am I willing to put that aside? Hmm. And I got to the point where I was like, okay, either I step forward in faith and do something that I'm passionate about, or I walk away from this. Now, I don't know the reach that God's intentions are for this. But I know if I reach one person. More than enough. Right. More than enough. And so, you know, um, you you hit it right on the head is, are we going to come to a place in our life 
and just stop. Hmm. It might scare us. It might take us out of our comfort zone. It might be those sweaty palms that you get. You're going, oh gosh, I cannot do this. Yeah. You know, going back to that night watching you guys sing. You know, not one of you looked uncomfortable up there. And the crazy thing about that is that we all, all of us in that group, we deal with nerves, anxiety, all of those things. Like we all deal with that. And, you know, I'll even be, be vulnerable. Our first show, like it may not have looked like to the audience, but our first show that we had there, there were, there were some, there were some issues in that first show that like, we were just like, we didn't feel like we did our best. There was just certain things that we didn't do. And people still came and was like, thank you so much. Like we enjoyed your show. Like, thank you. Thank you so much. Like, and just talking with us and for us, we, we were so fixated on, man, we could have done this better, man. We could have gave more energy. We could have done this. And, and those are things are all good. Of course, you know, you want to have constructive criticism to build upon what you're going to be doing for the next time that you perform. Um, which in this case, we hadn't, we had a second show that evening. Um, but even in that, like, when we're in your, when you're in your passion and you're doing what you love like people can tell and even when you may be nervous even when you may be beside yourself even when you may have those those sweaty palms or those nervous thoughts like when you are in your passion you can inspire and touch and bless other people what could you say to someone that's struggling right now with the aspect of I'm not good enough. Man, it's it's crazy cuz I I still struggle with that too. Um I will say this, if you if you do believe in God, if you're out there and you do believe in God and you feel like that you're not good enough, read the promises of God. Go go to the word of God, read the promises of God, hear what God is saying to you. God took his time to write a love letter to you mm-hmm. in his word. It's not, it's not, you know, in this context, it's not to anybody else but you. He wrote specifically to you. He said, Eric, if you trust in me and lean not into your own understanding and in all of Eric's ways, if you acknowledge me, I'm going to direct your path. That's to you. He said it to me and he said it to all of you that are listening right now in the sound of my voice. God has written a love letter to you. He loves you. He cares for you. He is here for you. And he wants only what's best for you. And you, you are good enough. There's a song um, by Maverick City that I love called Jaira. And it oh, says, I'm already absolutely. loved. I'm already chosen. I know who I am. I know what you've spoken. I'm already loved more than I could imagine. And that is enough. You are enough because God has already loved you. God has already chosen you. You are his gift. You are his child. And because of that reason alone, that is enough. All the extra added things are icing on the cake. The cake is you are loved by God. And that you with, with that in mind, you are already enough. That, that song, that makes the hair stand yeah. for me. I mean, yeah. that, that one hits home every day that I listen to that one. Yeah. Um, you know, and, you know, I, I, I'll say this is 
to follow up is that our God is someone who comes with no judgment. He, he, he transcends all of that and says, you know what? Come as you are. Yeah. I, I don't care what you've done. Mm -hmm. Lay it at my feet mm -hmm. and trust me mm -hmm. that I love you. And that, that's the message that I, I'd like to end here with is because when I heard you guys sing mm. that message of love, that's your passion, right? Yeah, absolutely. Is to be able to share God's love for us. Absolutely. And, you know, I, it, it has been an honor just to sit and talk with you. Thank you for um, having me. And you guys have a show coming up? We do. We actually have a show coming up on September 8th. We are going to be um, participating in Hub and Soul Festival down in Lincoln. Um, and so if you do want to keep up with us and follow us, you can either find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the soul review or on Instagram at the underscore soul underscore review. Um, and so you can find us there. We also have all of our individual social medias on our Instagram bio. So if you want to be able to follow us personally as well. Um, and one thing that I'll leave um, here with you is you are his child. You are his child. Live in the peace, the joy, the freedom, and the love from God because you are his child. Go see them. Um, I, I will tell you that your heart will be moved Thank when you. you just sit and listen to the passion in their voices and the message that they want to share to people. Uh, these are four individuals that come together with just amazing talent to sing of their love mm -hmm. for God and for others. Uh, you know, I, I hope today, like every week, that you've tuned in with an expectation to hear God and also to find hope. Because ultimately, in a world where we're struggling of are we good enough, are we alone, God says to us, nope. You're more than enough for me. Yeah. And I'm always here. Absolutely. Um, so today, uh, I challenge you to step forward and go even if it makes you uncomfortable towards your passion. Don't stop. Don't ever give up. And know that God is with you all the time. Mm -hmm.